Welcome to the Daily Holy Story. One of the great rabbis of Yerushalayim, who was the rabbi of Yerushalayim about 80, 90 years ago, was none other than Rav Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld. He told the story once as follows. In the city of Pressburg, in the country of Hungary, there was a woman of wealth who had a husband with a big business, and every year, for many, many years, she would donate a big amount of money to the local yeshiva on the condition that the yeshiva has somebody saying Kaddish for people who nobody says Kaddish for. And the executive committee appointed a person in the yeshiva to say Kaddish for these neshamot that nobody is saying Kaddish for. After a while, the husband of this wealthy lady passed away and nobody was left to run the business. He was the main person running the business. And little by little, the business disappeared. Her financial condition became very, very difficult. And not only did she have the problem of supporting herself, but she had two daughters that reached the time of marriage and she had no money for a dowry for them. And she suffered, but she kept quiet and accepted the Gezirah of Hashem. But there was one thing she couldn't stand. And that was, she became very bitter and it pained her that she was afraid that since she can no longer donate money to the yeshiva, they will no longer say the Kaddish for those neshamot. So the widow went to the yeshiva and she faced the rabbinical body of the yeshiva and she asked them to continue the Kaddish for those neshamot that nobody is saying Kaddish for until Hashem enables her perhaps to be able to continue to donate to the yeshiva. The rabbis of the yeshiva were very moved by her simplicity and they promised her that they would continue doing the Kaddish for these neshamot. This promise gave a tremendous satisfaction and peace of mind. And as her eyes were shining, she left the yeshiva and began to go on the road. No longer did she feel bad about her two daughters not getting married. She put her trust in Hashem, and she was happy that the Kaddish was being continued, like she wasn't lacking anything in life. And as far as her two daughters are concerned, Hashem would help. As she was walking on the street, all of a sudden, opposite her, was a man that looked very royal. He was elderly with a long white beard, and he gave her a big hello. The woman was surprised at the warm hello that she received from this elderly gentleman. And her bewilderment became even greater when the elderly man started entering into conversation with her and asking her about how her state of affairs was and how her daughters were. The woman began to sigh and started telling him her bitter lot and how she went from being very wealthy to now being poor. And she doesn't have any way of marrying off her elderly daughters. So the man turns to her and asks her, how much money in your dowry do you need to marry off your daughters? 
She couldn't understand his question. A stranger? Why do you want to know, she asked. What's the difference? And she said, I need a half a million dollars to marry off my girls. All of a sudden, the elderly gentleman took out a checkbook from his pocket and he started writing a check for the amount that she needed. Before he signed on the check, he told her, since we're talking about a big amount of money, it's advisable for you to bring two witnesses that will see that my signature is authentic. So she was very moved from what happened, and she ran into the yeshiva and asked for two yeshiva boys to escort her to see the signature of this old man. The old man asked them to be careful and look at his signature that he's signing on the check, and he took another piece of paper and put his signature on that so that they can remember what his signature looks like. He gave the check to the lady, and he told them, make sure tomorrow morning you go to the bank and you cash this check. Well, the lady was very surprised. She was bewildered at this whole event. Why did this elderly man, who she doesn't even know, was so nice to her and gave her such a tremendous amount of money for her daughters? Nevertheless, the next day she ran to the bank, and with her heart pumping, she tried her luck. She went to the teller, gave him the check, and the man, the teller, looks at the woman with a surprised look, once or twice, confused. With his confusion, he asked the woman to wait, and with the check in his hand, he went inside to the office of the bank manager, who was also the owner of the bank. And then all of a sudden, there was a dramatic event. When the manager of the bank sees the check, he screams out, falls from his chair, and faints. The bank was all in a tumult, and all the offices, when they saw what happened, right away, they went to the lady, and they put her in a side room, and they put a guard next to her to make sure she doesn't try to trick them or run away. After the bank manager came to his senses, he asked to see the woman who gave the check. When she came into his office, he asked her quickly, when and where did you receive this check? Just yesterday, she responded, to a, from a Jew who was very good looking. And I even have two witnesses that saw him signing the check. She said, so the bank manager asked her, can you identify this man if I show you a picture of him? If that was the man? She said, of course I can recognize him. And I can identify him. And also the two boys from the yeshiva can verify if that's him or not. So the bank manager ordered to bring the picture of his father. Arrested arrested. Mem- a rested memory, a blessed memory. And when she he showed her the picture, she looked at the picture and said, yes, that's the man that gave me the check. Right away, the bank manager ordered his people to give her the money of the check. And he let her go. And then after she left, the bank manager turns to all the offices 
and the and the and the uh, tellers in the bank, and he tells them that the man that gave this woman the check was none other than my father, who passed away ten years ago, and the night before his father came to him in a dream, and he told him, "You should know, my son, that from the day you left the road of Judaism, and you went and you married a non-Jewish woman." And you stopped saying Kaddish for me. There was no rest for my neshama until this lady came and she went to the yeshiva and told them to say Kaddish for those neshamot that nobody's saying Kaddish for. And her merit standard for me that the Kaddish that she said in this yeshiva caused me to enter Gan Eden, which I couldn't enter because of you. Tomorrow morning, he told her in the dream, this woman will come to the bank with a check that I gave her for the marriage of her children. Make sure you give her the money. When I woke up in the morning and I was very, very scared of the dream, I told my wife the dream. She made fun of me. And then when the woman showed up in the bank with the check, I knew that it was a real dream. So Rav Chaim finished the story and said, and who were those two students from the yeshiva? I was one of them. I was a witness to the signature of that man who was no longer in this world, together with my friend, Rav Yehuda Greenwald. And that man of the bank, who owned the bank, became a big bow to Shuvah, and his wife converted, and they had a beautiful Jewish home. Of course, today, we don't have the Kaddish for now, but instead of that, there's no question that by reading Mishnayot in lieu of Kaddish, it could certainly help the neshama of the deceased. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.